Hello, hi everyone. Uh, this is Pastor Daniel Yeboah. I bring you peace and joy from grace and peace and joy from the Holy Spirit. I don't know what's transpiring in your life this this time as I speak into your life there uh, on our doctrine Word of God. My name is Pastor Daniel Yeboah, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough. We are located in the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America, and also other locations in Ghana, West Africa, that God in his mercy and grace has used Lightweight Church of God in Christ to birth as part of the Church of God in Christ denomination. Uh, evangelical assignment and what the Lord says go ye into the world hallelujah so it's also to announce that we are in the missionary field I just returned from um, a missionary assignment from Ghana I've been away for a minute and God has been so good as we ordained two ministers uh, in Ghana hallelujah so the locations in Ghana if you I uh, want to know anyone watching us from Ghana or Africa. Uh, we have a location in Koko, uh, uh, eastern part of the country, Ghana, um, and also uh, Kumasi, the capital of Ashanti region, and a location in Dwaya, Kwanta, uh, very close to Sunyani, uh, the capital city of uh, Brun Ahafo. And we are working on the fourth location in Brekum. Uh, as I visited Ghana, we had a chance to go and do a survey. And so that we also solicit your prayers that God will be merciful and gracious and make a way where there's no way. Uh, we thank God. We are going to invite uh, our own psalmist and music minister of Lightweight Church of God in Christ Daniel, your boy Junior, to lead us in praise and worship, and I encourage everyone to uh, join this praise and worship wherever you are watching us with your heart, and God will bless you. Daniel, you could take us there.
Hallelujah. Uh, we will uh, go straight into service. Let us pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. We bless your name this hour. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy, your grace upon us. Lord, you have given us life this day. And we are committing today's service into your hands. We ask that your mighty power move mightily. Fill this service on today with your anointing, your grace, your favor. We ask that your mighty power move through the web. The healing will be the bread of your children. We lift up all that you have divinely assigned to partner and be part of this service today or ahead of time into your hands that your healing power will move your delivering power will move to deliver those hell bound and bondage and captivity in the name of jesus by the blood of jesus that salvation will be uh, uh, ours in the mighty name of Jesus. you will save oh by your miraculous mighty way and you will release your breakthrough and blessings in your people's life. Those that are held in bondage and captivity of poverty will experience breakthrough blessings in their finances. You open the windows of heaven and shower us with your mighty blessings. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. <clears throat> I have a word for us. Uh, this I uh, describe as a countdown to Pentecost. We know... Uh, Pentecost is 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's when the disciples that obeyed the word of God to go and wait until they were endowed with power. And we know they experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. That I've come today to announce that speaking in tongues as evidence of being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit is a gift. So all the controversy around it, some denominations accepted, some done, some talk about it. It's a whole lot of confusion. We are here today to make straight what the baptism of the Holy Spirit means as evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue if we have received it from the Holy Spirit. Because we know whatever is genuine, there is duplication by demons to deceive. But I'm talking about receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit from the Spirit of God. And how do you know? If it is demonic influence, there will be torment, there will be confusion, there will be chaos. But that which the Spirit of God gives is peace, calmness, tranquility, and it manifests what is God's plan and will for us to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in our own tongue. So this morning, our message is entitled, Why Receive the Baptism of the Holy Spirit? Why receive it? And I've already said that speaking in an unknown tongue is evidence you have received power of baptism, power of baptism 
in the Holy Spirit. Let's look at the promise. It was promised to God's people in the Old Testament, the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28. It says, and afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will what? Prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see vision. So this promise was an earlier gift. Also, Jesus Christ returning back to heaven, he commanded the disciples to what? Go and tarry. Go and wait in the city of Jerusalem until they be endured with power from on high. So this power gift is to help us, is to make us efficient, hallelujah, is to connect us uh, with God the right way, the oneness in spirit with God. Why would Jesus advise his disciples to go and wait for this part? Because God knew the assignment he has given them is not going to be easy. Since Satan was ready to kick against the gospel of, of, of salvation by using human authority to stop the gospel from being preached. And we read about it in our scriptures, what the disciples had to go through, the hurdles, the torture, the killing, the destruction that they have to go through to survive until the gospel came to all ends of the until they were able to do what God has uh, used Jesus to promise and use them to do. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to be our helper. Even in our time today, even what God has entrusted in your hands to do, you need the power of the Holy Spirit to help you. So if, 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 if you are not interested in receiving it, you, you're not gonna, that is not gonna prevent you from going to heaven. But it is a gift to make things better, a gift. Just think about what a gift does, hallelujah. When someone gives you a gift, this is an available gift from God the Father who has called us into him to make us efficient and to make us effective in our God-given assembly. Let's look at Luke chapter 24, verse 49. It says, I'm going to send you what my father has promised. I'm going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have you, ha you have been what? Clothed with power from where? From our heart. John chapter 3, verse 3 to 6. He said, Jesus replied, very, very, I say unto you, hallelujah, very, very, I say, uh, very, uh, very, very, I say unto you, that no one can see the kingdom of God until, unless they are, what, born again. No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are, what, born again. No one could see the kingdom of God unless they are what? Born again. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time 
into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. So this verse is referring to being immersed outwardly into the spirit of God. And uh, baptism is power being birthed throughout your spirit by the same spirit of God. And the foundation of our salvation is what? Being born again. But the available gift when you become saved is to desire. You have to, you have to, you have to develop the desire for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that you will receive what? Power. Let's look at Luke chapter 5, verse 13. It says, and he said to them, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a, 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 a three loaves for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey and have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, say, do not trouble me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his what persistence, pay attention to the word, persistence, desiring, a strong desire by the Lord, and, 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 and what? And living a lifestyle to, to, to receive it, hallelujah, will rise and give him as many as he needs. Keep asking, seeking, knocking. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a, a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. I want you to pay attention to the 13th verse. It points to the truth that being given the Holy Spirit when we ask is an added gift. So being given when we ask the Holy Spirit is an added gift. Hallelujah. Because that is coming with power. Why? What's the difference? When you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior and get saved, it is the assignment of the Holy Spirit to apply salvation to your spirit, to the human life. That's the assignment of the Holy Spirit. So which means the Holy Spirit now comes to dwell in you to disclose who Jesus is. Now this verse that this parable Jesus was given 
in Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 13, and I'm placing much emphasis on the 13. That, that, that 13 points out that we could receive the gift of the Holy Spirit when we are persistent, when we desire, when we turn our life around and live a spiritual lifestyle, abiding in the word of God, walking by the word of God, God is going to give us this power. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2 verse 4, Acts chapter 2 verse 4, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in what? Other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Beloved, I already said Pentecost came 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Acts chapter 2, we read about how the, the disciples spoke in tongues, referring to languages. Hallelujah. Yet the tongue could be interpreted in a language of a, a, a people when it's being spoken. Yes, per what God is trying to do. 500 followers were given the co commandment, but only 120 have patience to wait. You receive power. And power in Greek says dynamis, power for ministry, power to witness about Jesus Christ, power to do the assignment God has entrusted you. So power to be the best husband, the best wife, the best children, uh, the best uh, uh, staff for, uh, for a corporation, or anything that God has given to you to do. Power to do it efficiently and effectively. Acts chapter 1, verse 45. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, Acts chapter 1, verse 4 to 5. He gave them this commandment. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with what? The Holy Spirit. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. And it did happen in Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 1, 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be what? My witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Let's look at the, 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 the levels. Judea is witnessing to people that God bring your way on a summit in your local area. Samaria rep represents witnessing in your state and all over America. And the uttermost part of earth is the well. So look at the level. You will receive power to witness about Jesus, to bring people or do God's work that are, is connected to salvation in your local area, your community. And then the next level, Samaria, moving in different counties in your state. I'm referring to using it. America as an example since I live in the United States of America. But you could also use this same comparison wherever you find yourself as a believer in any part of the world. And other most part of the earth is the world. Hallelujah. I'm in the United States, but I'm talking to you 
in all parts of the world through this medium of social media and TV about salvation. My question is, has it not been fulfilled regardless of the torments, the attacks from Satan and his demons? The gospel is being preached all over the world. I'm coming to you this hour with the gospel thousands and thousands of miles away as you have God's grace to watch me. But let's look at the evidence of speaking in tongues. The difference between tongue with no S and tongues with S. Let's look at <clears throat> because the confusion has come with uh, since the disciple spoke in tongues on the day of Pentecost and most uh, 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 Jews that have come from all parts of the world began to hear the tongues as their native language. So it has been confusing that then if you speak in tongues, then it has to be understood by somebody around. But let's look at the difference so the enemy will not deceive you from desiring to receive this beautiful gift. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 to 4. It says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit. Especially prophecy for anyone who speaks in a uh, what tanga, yeah, hear me, yeah, without s tanga. I need to stretch it so you will clearly understand what I'm trying to say. Does not speak to people but God, indeed, no one understands them, they utter mysteries by the spirit, mysteries by the spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks in a, a, a tongue edifies themselves, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. Hallelujah. The one who prophesies, that's what, edifies the church. Uh, I, I was trying to look for where the S comes in. But we'll tackle that. I believe it will be going down to uh, going down. The disciples were filled first, and then what? They spoke in tongues. They were filled, and then they spoke in tongues. So the evidence of being filled with the baptism is speaking in tongues or tanga, communicating with your father. And no one could understand, but you are speaking mysteries. Hallelujah. If the Spirit Himself had birthed this gift. The power, the power releases the Lord's favor and freedom. It said, Do not live until you are clothed with power. So, what does this power do? This power releases the Lord's favor and freedom. Hallelujah. In our life, and that we could pursue God's assignment of shedding the bondage and the captive free. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 3. He said, The Spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has what? Anointed me. The Lord has given me power. So anytime you see anointing is power to equip you for your God-given assignment. The Lord has given me power 
So that I could withstand the attacks of the enemy, the assignment of the devils to do God's work, to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. If you don't have power, you cannot free the captives and release from darkness for the prisoner. The power released from what? Darkness refers to the works of demons. There are powers of darkness that is operating and help people in bondage and in captivity. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, power, what? Releases the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Three says, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his planter. A planting of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of God. Repeat this after I have been planted by the Lord through his power to display his splendor. Repeat it again. I have been planted by the Lord in ministry or whatever God has assigned me through power to display his splendor, splendor, beauty, excellence, and all the good things. We are able to, let's look at the importance of why you, you should receive, desire to receive, to be filled, meaning to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Power with evidence of speaking in our own tongues. We are able to do exploits when we are baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost because it gives the believer an advantage over the works of the enemy. We become one with God. We become what? One with God so that his spirit can help us. Can help us in time of need. Can help us when we are in crisis. So this power coming on you when you are filled and the evidence to show that you have been filled or you have been baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit is the tongue that you speak that people uh, 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 bashing that uh, uh, is a whole lot of confusion about that you are speaking a language you don't understand. And I already point the meaning to you in First uh, Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse verse. Uh, what is that? First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse five to seven. Uh, five to yes, uh, five says, I, "I wish you will all speak with tongues." But even more that you prophesy, for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church might receive edification. So Apostle Paul just gave us the clear difference between speaking in tongue with no edge and the one with tongues that we need somebody with also the gift to interpret. Hallelujah. So this is the area that refers to uh, when the uh, disciples first spoke in tongues on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. So the one without the ash 
describes speaking mysteries to God through the Spirit. And the Spirit will communicate what you are saying to God. Hallelujah. And let's look at, uh, um, let's look at, um, and so it, it is like fire over you to give you the quickening you need as a believer for any assignment God has entrusted in your hands, which will what? Benefit the kingdom of God, which will benefit. So this power will help us and for us to be effective. It will quicken us. Quickening means when, when, the, when, when the flesh is weak, the spirit will be willing to carry you through the assignment God has given you. And that will benefit the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. When we go back to Joel chapter 2, verse 28, it says, By the power of the Holy Ghost, you may know the truth of all things. I will pour out my spirit. Hallelujah. When the spirit is poured out, we may know what truth. So all these uh, uh, spiritual gifts that even was promised in Joel chapter 2 verse 28 is talking about revelation of truth. Let's look at Joel said, your sons and daughters will prophesy. So what, what does prophecy stands for? And 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 we, we, we read about it in a, in a First Corinthians chapter 14 is a, 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 a tongues speak to people for their strength, prophesying speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Strengthening, prophesy, strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So to, to the truth and revelation to redeem, redeem. You, you prophesy, and that will bring truth to strengthen, edify, and comfort. That stands for redemption. Hallelujah. Old man will dream dreams. is also talking about revelation by God. God communicating to us what is in the realms of the spirit. God communicating to us in regards to, of, uh, in regards to our relationship with him about what is in the realms of the spirit and also what God's plans are for our lives. The only way you will know is when God communicates it to you in dreams. And it says, young men will have what? Vision. Young men, why should young men have vision? Why did he not say that old men should also have vision? <clears throat> but God brought, described this difference because young men need what? Direction. Young men need God's direction. And visions provide light and prevent us from being in dark concerning all things. From being in darkness concerning all things. Hosea chapter 4 verse says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. So young people, we need knowledge. Hallelujah. And direction. Knowledge will bring direction, understanding, and wisdom. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. 
Proverbs chapter 17, Proverbs chapter 29, verse, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 17 to 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 17 to 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 17 to 18. It says, discipline your children and they will give you peace. They will bring you the delight you desire. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who hates wisdom instruction. I, I don't like this. Uh, I like the amplified version better. So Hosea chapter six, Hosea chapter four verse six talk about it, uh, and and uh, Proverbs chapter twenty nine. Verse 18 also talk about it. Now, when we look at Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 20, 21, it says, Hear this now, all foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and see not, and who have ears and not hear. So visions is giving us clear what? Direction. Clear direction. So let's look at a different version of Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. King James where there's no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. Where there's no revelation, we 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 are not restrained. We 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 are uh, led astray into foolishness and doing all sort of uh, self-destructive things. But when there is revelation. We are able to live by the laws of God to keep restrained boundaries around us to prevent us from destruction and being led astray by the lies of the enemy. Hallelujah. And when we look at them, uh, so vision, that means that we will have to hear and we'll have to see. <clears throat> hear, spiritual hearing through visions taps into the realms of the spirit and receiving spiritual sight to see visions in the realms of the spirit. That's what God was promising in uh, the young man in Joel chapter 2 verse 28, that they could see visions in the realms of the spirit. And it's also tied into hearing what thou sayest, the word of the Lord, in the realms of the spirit. So when it comes to the word of God, when we always talk about the logos and the rhema. So the rhema is the spirit of God. When you read the word of God, communicating knowledge and understanding in the realms of the spirit. Hallelujah. Mark 8, chapter 18. It says, having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not what? Remember. Hallelujah. Uh, receiving the anointing to being baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit gives us what? The ability to see vision. That I'm throwing more light on it. Gives us the ability to, to see, hear what God's Spirit is saying. The ability to see visions in the realms of the Spirit and hear what God's Spirit is saying and which leads to experiencing miracles, signs, and wonders. Hallelujah. Miracles, signs, and wonders. 
that why receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I have laid down all the facts to present to you why to desire for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Beloved, I will end here, and this is calm down to Pentecost, when the outpour of the Spirit, as God promised, was experienced by Jesus' disciples, Acts chapter 2, verse 4, on the day of Pentecost. God bless you. Hallelujah. I want to lift you up in prayers. I pray that the power of the Holy Ghost come on you to strengthen you, to quicken you. Any deadness in your in your work with God, let the power of the Holy Ghost visit you this hour as you receive this word and that the infill, the power of the Holy Spirit will be released over your life that you might be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost in the evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. God relieve, re, 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 remove by his power any hindrance, any limitation, anything that the enemy is communicating to your mind to prevent you from designing this gift, the power of the Holy Ghost destroyed and removed it over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. <coughs> Hallelujah. We cannot receive this gift if we have not accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. What I just said in the beginning is that it is the Holy receiving, being filled with, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit as evidence of speaking in our own unknown tongue is an added gift. It's a gift that we desire after we have been saved. Hallelujah. And so I want to talk to you about your salvation, being saved. Hallelujah. It is appointed for man to die. And there is judgment at the end of the of death, after death. So if you are subscribing to any doctrine that is, is, is not talking about salvation, is not talking about eternal life, you are in danger. Hallelujah. Because what the, it says, Everything in the world will pass away. But God said, my word, not even one letter of my word will, will pass away. <clears throat> so God's word all points to accepting Jesus in your life as your Lord and personal Savior. Not looking at all the commotion, confusion, things going around you. God, Jesus said in John 10, 10, saying, but the thief cometh in to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that that might have life and have have a what abundantly. That might experience life now in every death situation that you experience. Everything that is not working out when you accept Jesus Christ and abide in your salvation by by walking on the word of God, you shall experience resurrection. And it don't end there. When you pass on to glory, you also experience eternal life. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for down the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. 
Repeat it after me again. And I was, I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. You have received God's grace and mercy. Your sins have been forgiven. The Spirit have applied salvation to your heart. This is a covenant prayer. If you, if you, if, if you develop this salvation by the word of God, God will be obliged to bless you with every promise that concerns people that accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior and share Christ, share God through Christ. Hallelujah. There's blessings at the end of darkness. I declare you say, if you said this prayer, the first time now, and you are sincere and serious about it, because many a time people recite this prayer and really do not mean it. If you really mean it at the bottom of your heart, that yes, you, you were in desire for salvation, and now you have received it. God bless you. I declare you saved, and the angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation to now right this as I speak to you. <laughs> because the word says, when one soul is shaped on earth, multitude of angels rejoice in the heavens. Hallelujah. We open our doors for you to become a partner of Lightweight Church. Hallelujah. And it's a two-way affair. I should partner with us, support us in um, all, the, all that God has assigned us to do as, as a ministry. God in return will bless you and you will receive the benefits of being partner of Lightweight Church of the God in Christ. We also open the doors of Lightweight Church to become a member online. God bless you. Hallelujah. Now, you have been saved from the lake of fire. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 to 15, talks about all those who did not accept Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior will end up in the lake of fire with Satan and his demons. Hallelujah. Your name has been written in the book of life, the book of life, the book of life. Look it up. I want you to read this verse for yourself. As you have been saved today, sincerely, your name has been written in the book of life. And the book of life is a book that God, spiritual book in heaven, God records those that come to Jesus for salvation. So that in the end, we shall experience eternal life and not be part of those who get cast into the lake of fire after judgment day to be in there forever and ever with Satan and his demons. That is the place designed for them as the end comes. And Satan and his demons are working at double time that they might win souls to join them in the lake of fire. God bless you. Hallelujah. And I will meet with you next Sunday. Also have other information. We want you to go online and look at all the information that we have for you concerning our prayer times uh, during the week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, 9 a.m., only 15, 30 minutes. Come on. 9 a.m. California time. Hallelujah. You could look online 
and that number to call will be on there. God bless you. And also, I have a gift for you uh, that if you, uh, for all that are uh, contributing uh, financially to support uh, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, I have a free book for you. And there's other books that we're going to be uploading on there. The, the current book now is Claiming Victory Over Your Giants. And we also encourage you to give sacrificial financially to support lightweight church of God and Christ. Plant seeds. And if you desire to pay your tithes for lightweight church of God and Christ, God is going to bless you because we are on the missionary field. We are touching needs. We are uh, evangelizing uh, 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 the world. And anything you do in this effect, you shall experience breakthrough release. God is going to meet you at the point of your needs. What? The word of God says what? Give, and it shall be given unto you. What? Press down, shaking together, running over, shall God cause men to give into your bosom. God will touch the heart of men to give, to meet you at your needs. And you might give financially, and some type of need that you, some you have been expecting, God will touch the hand of someone to do it for you. So giving comes with the favor and the grace of God to open mighty supernatural doors. If you're giving, our information is on the screen. You could go over there and give financially. God loves a cheerful giver. And as you support the gospel, he will also release the, the blessing upon your life. Be blessed until I see you next Sunday.